Maybe I'm crazy, but I don't care about sideline freakouts anymore. I never did. Oh, okay, good, good. Then we'll be on the same page then. <laughs> maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not. <laughs> Welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That's Brandon Newman. Hola. It's a good thing. We're starting on the same page today. Yeah. Not a lot of disagreement on the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast we'll this week. Try that this week. Yeah. Um, lots of drama this week. We'll talk about the Giants, a complete dumpster fire. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk to Earl Watson, UCLA insider. Mm. <laughs> he played for UCLA. Yes. And he's close with the Ball family, and LeVar is doing the most right now. So we're going to talk to him in a few minutes. Um, don't disrespect Prince Harry. Tiger, college football playoffs, everyone's freaking out about. Josh Gordon is back. It's confused. <laughs> Baker's going to win the Heisman, and uh, we'll have the Petty Report with Tom. Everyone's Tom Brady and Odell versus the world. And we've got some losers this week, as usual. And Brandon Newman's got data fact, which we'll get to yes. at the end of the podcast. But let's start with last night's ugly football game. Mm. Everyone describes the Steelers Bengals Monday night football game as ugly football, which I don't know if I disagree with. The Steelers pulled it out at the end, Boswell. With the uh, walk-off field goal, thank yeah. God. I'm not trying to lose to the Bungles at all. This is the Bengals. All right, Bengals not my North. team. Look, uh, that's how Ben Roethlisberger described mm-hmm. that, that game. Lisa Salters asked him after the game, why is this such a brutal and vicious game? And he said it's AFC North football. I don't know if I agree with that. But I would agree that it is a Bengals-Steelers matchup. That's what it is. Yes. Like, look, the AFC North is tough, and mm-hmm. they have a, a grit. You know, right. it's a grit division. It is. But that was unnecessary. It was hard to watch. It can't be unnecessary if that's what they do every week, or every time they see each other. Okay, but that doesn't make it right. You were okay with what happened in that game? Honestly, I was more upset with the way Gruden and McDonough were talking about the game <laughs> than the actual outcome of the game. Like, Why? Just like being – I guarantee you John Gruden coached up his players to do exactly what he saw because he coached in an era where those hits were legal. Well, he's woke now. Oh, my gosh. There's no. <laughs> no, it's the truth. Listen, there was we, we've been watching football. All right. And, and over the years, yes. we've liked the big hits. They used to do the big hit montage. Yes. All that's gone now. You can't do that after a billion dollar lawsuit. And honestly, I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to see Ryan Shazier not be able to move his legs. That's not cool. It's not cool. No, that, but that was uh, that was that was that was but, a routine hit. But if that was if that was if that was based on an ugly play like the Vontez perfect Juju Smith Schuster, that's a whole other story. The fact that he proper incorrectly and it's a part of the game is very dangerous. And prayers up to him. I'm all down for it. Like like literally prayers up to him. Right. Hope he comes back even better and stronger. But I'm not going to sit back and say that what we saw was ugly football. Ugly football is watching. Uh, a game where only safeties are played. Like, where's plenty of excitement <laughs> and touchdowns. Four, where yeah. goals. Yeah, okay, that's a, that's a defensive battle, though. <laughs> I'm all good for defensive battles, too, but, like, hitting no, and I, people being I, injured is a part of football. No, 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 not like that. Okay. The, and, like, this is going to – I'm going to be, like, a little fuddy-dud right now mm-hmm. and be the get-off-my-lawn lady, but look. I don't need to see that. That was that was a lot. And, and look, everybody knows what happens in the Steelers-Bengals matchups. Like, there, there's there's whole rules instated. There's a Carson Palmer rule. Mm-hmm. There's a Heinz Ward rule. There's a Ryan Shazier rule, coincidentally – they, they they do this every time, but it, it's got to stop. And really, it's the Bengals. It's not the Steelers. I'm going to blame it on the Bengals. 
Oh, no doubt. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger said they they said in the game when he plays when they play the Ravens every year, it's smash mouth but respectful. But respectful football. You don't need to play like that. Like that hit on Antonio Brown at the end of the game. Come on. And Juju was wrong too. And Burfick's not going to get any sympathy, right? No, no, he's, no, no, no. He's no. not going to listen any sympathy. But so so that happens. Juju puts his helmet under Burfick's chin. Yes. All right. He he's knocked out. Then Antonio, by some miracle, hangs on to the ball after he gets hit. Yes. That and then great, great <laughs> after catch. the game, he's running around talking about karma. And Ab, like, look, I love you, man. I truly do. But that's not that's not how karma works. Like oh. karma is like the next lifetime. There's a whole concept of it. Let me say that's this. Not actually, that's just retaliation. I, I, I will say this. We can talk about how Juju Smith-Schuster was out of pocket, out of line. If it's a dirty hit, it's an illegal hit. I'm not sure if it's a dirty hit. But that guy's eating and drinking for free all week long. For sure. Yes. But that doesn't – I don't agree with it. And I think Antonio's going to pay his fine, actually, though. Oh, yeah, he should. Yeah, he should. He's got to. That's going to be an expensive fine. Anyway, I'm not okay with it. There's no need for that. Uh, and it's not good for the NFL either. we got enough stuff going on. Yeah, fights, not good for the NFL. Hard-nosed football. I'll take, the, I'll take the fake fights, the fake helmet-punching fights really? over, over. That's not hard-nosed football. That's people getting knocked out with head trauma. I don't like it. I don't like it. Get off my lawn. <laughs> anyway, moving along, um, the Giants fired Jerry Reese and Ben McAdoo. Mm, R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. Ben McAdoo. Is there like a deeper grave? Like do you deep, like six feet under the, the That guy never gets Giants? another head coaching job in the NFL. I mean, oh, just no. never. I hope he doesn't. In the Ever. CFL, either. CFL? Yeah. CFL could use that hair. <laughs> Somebody's got to use that hair. Anyway, Jerry Reese and Ben McAdoo are fired after benching Eli Manning, ruining his streak of 210 games mm-hmm. starting consecutively. Guess what? He's back starting this week against the Cowboys. What a shocker. It's amazing. Uh, who could have seen that coming um, for Geno Smith? Anyway, so they lose to Oakland 24 to 17. Yep. And I don't know. I don't know if, if, I'm, if I'm Eli, I don't know if I'm there next year. Why, no, it, Eli can't leave. Well, look, I, everyone thinks Eli's done. I think Eli has like two years, maybe three years left in him. Yeah. Not like high level. He didn't play great this year, but the rest of the team is pretty stinky also. Mm-hmm. So it's not all on Eli. Um, but everybody keeps saying he's going to go to the Jags because Tom Coughlin. I don't care about that. I don't care about the Jaguars. You know how I feel about them. And well, it's not just because Blake gotta Bortles. Be, he's got to beat out Blake Bortles. So. Oh, yeah, he's beat up. Yes, of course. I mean, that tough quarterback battle. Bortles. I'm down for that tough quarterback battle. I actually would battle. like to see that now that you're saying that. <laughs> I kind of actually want to see Blake Bortles versus Eli Manning. That's kind of interesting to me now that I think about it. But Jump then I, Eli? I still don't care about him going to the Jags. He, yeah, go somewhere else. You know what I think you should go? You should go to, you should go to Denver. Go to Denver. That's a good story. I heard, I heard quarterbacks who have one year left always go to Miami. First of all, what? First of all, what? Jay Cutler didn't have a year left. He retired. <laughs> okay, he, he said, "I'm done. I have no years left." That is fair. That all right, is true. and I for the record, this mm-hmm. week the Dolphins put that work on the Broncos, so I don't want to hear any slander. The Broncos are the new Dolphins, though. I I, I can't argue with that. Actually, <laughs> I'm not going to argue with it. Anyway, uh, the the Giants are complete dumpster fire. I I think they're going to get rid of Eli anyway and bring mm-hmm. in someone new and have him bring in whatever quarterback that new person or new people actually because they need a GM also right. wants to work with and not have any carryover from the Manning era but mm-hmm. uh, man if I'm Eli Manning I'm so pissed I oh mean how God. do you get over that was this the first time since 1997 that a Manning wasn't starting on Sunday oh I don't know about that that sounds like a good data fact but uh, yeah, um, it really though that's so that, that's so offensive to snap it's oh, 
Not for Gino. Not for Gino. Forget who it's for. Okay, fine. Not for Gino. But, like, really? You're going to snap his, his, his 210 consecutive starts for Gino Smith, and then you're going to put him back in. And I knew this would happen, too. As soon as they said he was benched, I'm like, oh, McAdoo's fired for show. For yes, show, for, for show. show, for show for and show. then they're just going to put Manning back in. I feel like they should – I feel like because we all know what happens, mm-hmm. we should put an asterisk next to it and let him continue his streak. Are you on board with that? I'm definitely on board with that. On board with that? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Should we campaign for that? Let's start for a GoFundMe. Sure. Uh, did you see the pictures of him just drinking water on the sidelines? Like, I'm pretty sure there's tea in there. There's tea? Yeah, he's just drinking tea. He's just sipping uh, <laughs> on his tea off on the sidelines. <laughs> All right. Moving along. Um, LeVar Ball. Mm. So, LeVar, LeVar, LeVar. Uh, LeVar has pulled LiAngelo out of UCLA. And he's, he's he's already taken LaMelo out of high school. Yes. So LaMelo is just chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, we're assuming that he's doing the homeschool thing, but sure. So LiAngelo and LaMelo are now rumored to be going to play overseas. They have some they have some options that they're looking for over there. Mm-hmm. LaMelo is 16. LiAngelo is 19. And LeVar, LeVar is not having it. He is upset. He feels like they're in jail here. I don't think uh, – I have questions. Like, LaVar, have you ever seen a jail? You've ever been to jail? Have oh, you ever seen the inside man. of a jail? You are not in you. Your son not being allowed to play basketball yes. at UCLA is not the equivalent of jail. Yeah, the facilities at UCLA are probably way nicer than the prison in China that LiAngelo was in. I guess that. Just I feel like that's I'm just got data fact. Got data fact. The, yeah. the prison in China is not as good as the UCLA <laughs> facilities. So anyway, he's pulled him out of UCLA, and um, UCLA doesn't really seem to care. They're like, yeah. Peace out. Bye. Bye. We got mm-hmm. Lonzo. And I don't know if LiAngelo was good anyway, but we have Earl Watson here. So let's uh, let's talk to Earl. And I have questions about the Slavar situation. Talk yeah. to him, Earl. Earl Watson is joining us. I described you earlier as a UCLA insider. I don't think you would appreciate that too much, but. That's probably true. That's true? Mm. Yeah. All right. So are you going to keep it real then? <laughs> I always keep it real. Okay. 100. All right. No pivoting. No, maybe ninety nine. Yeah. Maybe maybe ninety nine, but always one hundred. Okay. Right. All right. So your boy Lavar Ball has pulled Leangelo out of your school, um, UCLA. What was your initial reaction when you heard that? Uh, first off, Lavar is not my boy. Okay. <laughs> like, like 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 we don't hang. Okay, I don't have his number. Lavar. We don't talk about Santa Claus, none of that. Like okay. I don't I don't know Lavar. <laughs> no one knows about that. Right. All right. So but we're not, all right, we'll talk I about think, Santa I think, Claus later. I think I think I think what Lavar is doing, I think Lavar has always saw this as a business. Uh big baller brand. He's never played for a shoe company. His kids has never been sponsored by a shoe company in grassroots right. basketball. So he's he's always saw the bigger picture. And he's always been very trend setting and different from everything else that everyone else is doing in basketball. So pulling Jello out of UCLA to me tells me that he's strategically planning to turn him pro and send Melo with him, the younger brother, which we know he's not playing high school basketball as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So you send them together and you put them in a market to create a global brand. And from that point on, Jello can get more basketball experience if he makes it to the NBA. If not, he has that experience and that marketing. Jello. Not Jello, but Melo, he has an opportunity to continue to play back. He needs to play. He's a young kid. He needs experience. He has a chance to play and build his brand also in that market, which we know, for me, it will not be Europe. It would be Asia. Hmm. Mm. Is that official? I don't know. It's not official until they <laughs> announce it. But that's What's just popping in Asia? Uh, we all know, like, Nike has a big deal with Asia. Mm-hmm. So as an NBA player, you can get as many Kobe's as you want because he does so many numbers in Asia that it can give him away for free. Now, you can't get 
as many Jordans as you want because those numbers in Asia are different. So like basketball and shoes and the, the, the sport is big there, which is why you see the NBA there every year. Mm-hmm. Now you see college starting to be there. Now you saw UCLA go there because they were with Under Armour. That was a branding mm-hmm. trip. It wasn't just playing Georgia Tech in China. Well, that was let's brand this it, and let's see what we can do with both the school and Under Armour. It became something different. So since you right. mentioned that, it, is that an issue though? Because it, he did get in trouble there. It became a pop-up shop for big baller brand. Right, but something right, else, was doing something pop-up else happened, shop, something else happened there, too. We know. don't know. Speculate it. We don't know. No one's ever been charged officially. Charges are over. Oh, my God. We don't know the details of it, so we cannot speculate. But we know something oh no, bad happened. Oh, no, we can speculate. I think, I think everyone has officially speculated that something happened. So that's are, you a, saying that, are you saying that nothing happened? I'm saying something happened, but we don't know who did the something. Are we? What? Do we need to stop down? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, he didn't go. So <laughs> We are all in concert, right? Before this, you know, Santa Claus was the issue. No, right, right. But we did I Santa, believe we did Santa Claus before off air, so we'll explain that at the end of the interview. Why you keep bringing up Santa Claus? Um, what? Okay, wait a minute. So, all right. Wait a minute. So, <laughs> did Trump get bad information? No, I don't think. I don't think that's all right. So, what are you saying? What am I saying? Yeah. As far as what? I really don't know. What do you mean? What am I saying? You like make me really I, pull out like my full Oprah here. I'm saying China might it might not be a market. It might be a market in China for them. You don't know. But if okay, it's but not, if it's not, you still have Japan and basketball is still big. Mr. Earl, but he got in trouble there. Leangelo got arrested. Remember with the three other, the two other kids from UCLA in China. And the, in China. Yeah. So can, how can he go play in China? It could be Japan. The two governments are rivals. Okay, I'm aware those are two different countries, but I'm saying, like, you said you said China was a big market, so that's why I'm confused. China, Japan, the Asian market is big. Basketball in the Philippines is big. I don't know what you can know that Angela, you're not saying. Can, can he go back to China and ball <laughs> And play basketball. No, but he may be. I don't know. I don't think so, but I think he can go to Japan. Okay, all right, so that's okay. more clear. All right, so do you think that Leangelo is, has NBA potential? Uh, not yet. I don't think he has it. I think he might be able to develop it. Um, he's not an a instant NBA player, and sometimes it takes players three to four years to become that player. It's very rare for a collegiate kid to come into college and say he's ready to get drafted. Those kids are usually top ten picks, right. which is really hard to be anyway. So maybe over the uh, you know, three or four years he could become that player. And maybe LeVar knows he will never get that opportunity at UCLA unless he gets playing time. Mm. He wasn't a starter before all of this happened. He came off the bench and got minimum time. Wow. I think I saw our wrestling with LeVar said something about UCLA using his brand to build up the school. And he was pulling his brand out and his son out to send him elsewhere to develop him to become an NBA player. So it's all strategic. So you don't think that he would have him playing for four years at UCLA would have led him to the NBA? Maybe. I think maybe he could have had that opportunity. But LeVar is not a patient guy. The Ball family is not patient. When you're talking about building a brand and doing something that's haven't been done before, he saw a better opportunity by pulling him out, sending him pro, staying relevant. Sending him pro and not taking – imagine if Jello played at UCLA and he barely played. Right. Imagine the media backlash to that. So why not go down that path? Why remove yourself from that? You should remove yourself and go another route, which to me tells me he's going to go pro and have a chance to play and then have a chance to also brand big baller shoes or clothes, whatever they have, merchandise. But don't you think that being impatient can take the plan off course? It can, but you have to, you know, I say all geniuses are crazy. Mm. And that's why I always call LeVar a genius because he's crazy. 
But sometimes you have to be crazy enough to believe it's possible to even make it happen. And he has that mindset. And to me, Melo, Melo to me, LaMelo has always been the best one. I think Lonzo's unique. He's a superstar. Melo has a full package of all of his brothers. And I think he's going to be impactful. But at the same time, it's a family plan. Mm. They do everything together. I don't see Jello playing anywhere outside of U.S. unless LaMelo is on that team. That's just how they always have moved throughout their process of grassroots basketball. Wow. They always stay together. So – LaMelo, do you think this is a good, actual good move for LaMelo? Because he's still a kid. Like, he's still a baby. I think, I think it's a great move. I think when you talk about uh, NBA players, a tennis player can turn pro at 13 and people think it's, it's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Why can't a basketball player? In the U.S., all right? Because basketball players in Europe turn pro every day at the age of 14 and 15. And they go to basketball academy, which is – playing basketball all day you have two or three practices a day and some school in between right so we don't have that luxury here but when we get into the draft room and you get the gms and you get the auto front office they talk about how this kid is more prepared because he turned pro at 14 in europe mm. versus the kid who went one and done in college darko milicek went over carmelo anthony for the detroit pistons in the draft just because of that because he was more prepared he was physically ready he turned pro before even though Melo won a championship Right? Can you imagine Melo on a team with Big Shot and the entire Larry Brown and, and Tayshawn Prince and everyone they had on that team? That would have been a, an amazing run they would have had moving forward besides just a couple of years they dominated. So people are like pretty angry about this with LeVar, though, because they feel like he doesn't he's not having Leangelo have any accountability for what happened. Although you seem to be implying that there, he doesn't have anything to be accountable for. Uh, definitely implied that right so Impl- implied uh, and saying it's two different things correct uh, correct. correct okay so sure. <laughs> Look, I don't have a problem with LeVar like I, I think he's 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 crazy like a fox mm. but everyone always says like, I don't want to tell someone how to raise their kids or whatever mm. I don't really I don't really care about that either but I, I do think that intangibles and being responsible and school and life experiences are important to your character and it does it does have that appearance that LeVar has set the bar to uh, we make all of the decisions. Like if you say, you know, you, you don't know how to coach my son or if you say you can't take 50 shots a game, I'm going to pull him out. Or if you say he's going to be punished for whatever happened or didn't happen in China, China yeah. I'm going to take you out of the school. And so so what is what are your thoughts on that particular line of thinking that like LeVar is above like setting setting the tone for his kids that they're above reproach there are a lot of different dynamics in the NBA I'm sure like every other major sport you have something called the family room the wives and the girlfriends and the family immediate family go into that room that is a dangerous room because mm. exactly what you just said is what is talked about in that room my son should have gotten this my son should have gotten that why isn't your son passing the ball These things happen in that room. So they try to limit who can actually get into that room. Mm. It's very dangerous. I've seen LeVar discipline his kids in public after a basketball game, and it wasn't nice, and it wasn't as if they were gifted. He got got in them to the point where I noticed and I respected it. Mm. So now I ask this question. What have we ever applauded that LeVar has ever done? Nothing. So, of course, there's going to be people upset at anything that he does that's controversial. And I guarantee you that he disciplined Jello 
some type of way, whether it was verbal or strong, stern fatherhood in private. So should he now do that in public too? So we understand that he does hold them accountable. Is it full transparency? Do we want him to have full transparency? Well, I mean, he lives his life in a very public way. He has public things to say about other people. So that is going to be the public response that, like, you're out there for everything else. Why aren't you out there when your son messes up? I think, and, and to the, like, I would push back on that. I think a lot of people really did give LeVar credit. I certainly did mm -hmm. before this happened that, you know, he may be out there and he might be obnoxious or whatever in your face, but his kids seem to stay out of trouble and there aren't any like complaints about them. So he seems to have raised three young men who are, you know, stand up citizens. Here, here's my take on it. LeVar has kept his three, his three boys together at all times. I guarantee for one of the first times ever, they have distanced themselves away from him just because he was in China doing pop-up shots with Melo. Jello was hanging with two teammates. And growing up mm. in the inner city where I'm yeah. from, you learn very early you have to be careful who you hang with because they might do something that you don't do. But if you get caught for it, everyone goes down with it. And this is just a lesson Jello has just learned. Mm -hmm. We understand that. So moving forward, and, I, and, I, and I, I, I do feel like he had accountability to not wear the UCLA jersey and play for the same school your brother just took to another level a year before you has to hurt in some type of a way. Mm -hmm. No one thinks it's cool going to play overseas. It's a different culture, a different game, different food, different environment. You're leaving family. Someone's going to go with you, but it's still a secondary choice. So that, to me, hurts the most. But they did it for branding reasons. They did it because they understand the bigger picture and it's a bit basketball is a business whether you like it or not on any level. They understand that very clearly. Dang. Interesting. He's killed that. <laughs> I had a follow up question and all that. No. You dropped it? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, it was very good. I didn't really pivot, did I? Uh no, you got no, you no, you, we're you good? said a lot. We're, we're, we're enlightened now. Uh, but let, let's circle back to the Pretty Santa Claus thing. We were talking 99. about Santa Claus before yeah. we started recording. Um, and Earl doesn't. Earl Earl still believes in Santa Claus, which is nice. Yeah, I thought he was a gangster from my hood. It's just bringing gifts. I believe he said he's the original blood. Original blood. <laughs> original suit. All red suit on the corner. Who else you think it is? I'm, I didn't. I wasn't raised with Santa Claus. Jesus brought us <laughs> gifts. Oh yeah, for sure. Jesus and my parents. My parents were on that. My mom's boyfriend. I'm sorry if your kid is listening and I ruined Santa oh, Claus yeah, for like, you. But Santa's here's real. The, here's the thing though. Like, it, why wouldn't you just at, at, like as early as you could nick Santa Claus for your kids? Because then you get all the credit for all the gifts. Like you got to oh, do God. all the shopping, yeah. all the wrapping, and then somebody else takes credit for it. It seems silly. No, Tim, my mom's boyfriend. God bless Tim. God, God rest the dead. Bless the dead. Um, <laughs> Tim, Tim said straight up. He said, y'all. No white man giving y'all these gifts. Your mama working hard. <laughs> now, now right. go back to bed while you set up the rest of the toys. Your mama bought all these gifts. Yeah. It's not this crazy guy creeping in your house. It's not. No. We were not raised with it's Santa. It's crazy. That's okay. I'm sorry. It's the magic of Santa. It's yeah, not. Yeah. God, and God bless it. There's a Tupac song. You quoted a, a title of a Tupac song. But it's, it's the magic of Santa. It's the magic of the experience of the holiday. It's the, the things you can't see that maybe only me and LeVar understand. <laughs> wow. I think that's the per that's the Earl perfect. Earl Yeah, I watched that show. So he is your boy. He's not my boy. <laughs> I don't yeah. text him Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, 
Hey, bro, what's the next move? I don't text <laughs> we don't do that right. no more. No. I'm so glad that's over. When you get those mass texts, happy Thanksgiving, happy <sighs> Christmas, that's over. I'm Social media people, killed that. I'm so glad people have stopped that. Yeah, I, I would I would hang with him, though. You would hang with Lamar? Yes. Oh, yeah, for or sure. Santa. For sure. Both. For sure. Lamar is cool as hell. Yes. Lamar's nice. I'm interviewing him. I want to go to that yeah. state. Huh? The state. They got, a, they got a little estate in California now. The LeVar estate? The Ball estate. The Ball estate. Yeah. Y'all watch the Facebook show? Yeah, I watched one episode. It was nice. It was good. It's good. It's a good insight on his character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, I mean, it is because he was he was really cool with his uh like his his in laws are involved. Like I love how everybody's involved. Like whole family. Take care of Tina. Yeah. To me, to me that was that stood out the most. How how much he loves his wife. To me, that stood out the most, and people don't talk about that. I said Levar Ball watching that show make me want to be a better husband and father in the future, and I I I can't even book like that's real. Yeah. And I didn't even want to be a good husband and father. To me, to me, to, to me, how I view LeVar, yeah. right? When you have young children, you tell them they can be anything. My mm-hmm. son can dress with a, a cape on. He thinks he's Superman, and, we, and I hold him, and we fly around the room. Somewhere in life, people stop telling their kids that. Mm. LeVar never stopped. And the public can't handle it that he does it in the public. Mm. I'm done. Appreciate <laughs> you. Earl, you inspired, you inspired Brandon today in many ways. That's very good. All right. Thanks. Thank you for coming on the podcast. We've been doing the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast for a few months now. Another mm-hmm. new show at Fox Sports is First Things First. So check out my friends Nick Wright, Chris Carter, and Jenna Wolf every weekday morning at 6.30 Eastern on FS1. If you don't know anything about Nick Wright, he loves LeBron. Mm. If that's too early for you, they have a podcast also, so you can check that out on all major podcast platforms every morning. All right, in or out? In, in or, or out. out. In or out. Wow. What am I in or out on? Okay. Sunday, Mm -hmm. college football playoff committee decided the top four teams in college football. Clemson at number one, Oklahoma at two, Georgia at three, Alabama at four. The committee left out Big Ten champs, Ohio State. The Ohio State. Oh, okay. No, I'm joking. That's okay. So, was, it's so obnoxious. Like, like, it's only the U, just to be clear. Like, yeah, I was. The, I was. The I, Ohio State. I thought you were being off brand brushes. No, I'm not. Of course I apologize I'm on that. Um, uh, Pac-12 champs, USC. Mm-hmm. Nothing for that. No. Okay. Just there's just that one thing. I mean, USC really thought they were. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I know. Um, and undefeated UCF. Uh, the also, conversation took. Also, never had a chance. To also, play. like, congratulations, participation. It's a nice trophy. season. That's not. That's unfair. That's really unfair. I apologize. Uh, the conversation to extend college football playoffs to eight teams continue. Mm-hmm. Joy, are you in or out on extending the Alabama Invitational? Um, it really is the Alabama Invitational. Now. I heard like, Uncle Shay say that, and I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, Sh- Shannon's been saying that for a while now. He's right. I mean, it, he originally said it because of their dominance, but now, like, this year particularly, it, it's kind of like, hmm, yeah, maybe it is Maybe it is just like they have to go every year. Yeah. Um, look, I'm, I'm out on extending it. But it is the answer for it. Here's mm. why. I the only and look, even if they do extend it to eight teams, then the ninth team's gonna complain. So there's always gonna right. be somebody that's unhappy. But at least with the eight teams, it'll eliminate the 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 issue that you're having now where like, oh, is it two lost team or division champs? Like what 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 who gets in, who gets out, whatever. It's gonna eliminate the top arguments, right? right? Which is which is the most important to everyone who follows college football. However, my issue is you're still not paying these guys. So you're going to add more playoff games mm. for these unpaid amateur athletes. And it's football, too. So it's not like 
it's not basketball, no, it's not weeks. baseball. You're talking about extra hits on mm-hmm. these these bodies that you're not paying. So I'm out on it for that reason. Obviously, if we can figure out a way to compensate uh, the athletes, then I'm in on it. But I just I don't see how you add games, playoff games to the season for these kids uh, without paying them. It seems uh, it seems like NCAA makes billions of dollars, and that just seems unfair to me. No, it's a, it would be a logistical nightmare. I can't even imagine how bad it is right now. Even logistically, the, logistically, I don't like, know, yeah. logistics. Are you gonna have yeah. somebody figure out the logistics of the of the playoffs? I'm not concerned. No, about No, for that. the players. I'm talking about logistics for the for the oh, actual oh, players, oh, like oh. finals, all this other crazy stuff. When am I going to be able to go home for the holidays? Like, oh, we're still pretending like the school thing is a, oh, okay. It, it, it's That's an true. actual factor in bowl games at the end of the season. I forgot you went to Notre Dame. Oh my so. gosh! That's yes, thing. I did, That's and an it's a, and it actually is takes a toll on the players, uh-huh. which affects the results on the field. Okay, so we we figure out special finals for them. All right, I think we can work that out. All right, but the, more importantly, I just don't want to add extra games uh, that can you know further damage the. It's just a thing. I, I I don't know. I I would love the idea of paying them legitimate money. Mm-hmm. Um, paying Paying college athletes seems like the right thing to do, but I don't know how it works. I don't know how much do you pay the football players, how much do you pay the basketball players, how much do you pay the female athletes, do you pay the uh, badminton players? Like, who do you pay, who you don't pay? It's a lot. I say you always pay playoff teams in in college. If if your team, if your fencing team makes it to the playoffs, you got a little little extra money in your pocket. You get a little 15 bucks. Yeah, you play playoff. I'm You're cool doing it for the school. I don't know. I, I they got to figure something out. But that's city like? That's the answer. But I, I'm not in on it. Okay. Um, moving on. Sunday night, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks beat Carson Wentz and the Eagles, mm-hmm. 24 to 10. During the broadcast, NBC put pictures on screen comparing mm-hmm. Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz and the newest member of the culture, Prince Henry of Wales. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al Michaels said, "What is it they say? Once separated at birth, joy. Mm-hmm. Are you in or out?" On Prince Harry and Carson Wentz comparisons. Look, let's start with this. All right. Look. First of all, I'm very out, just to be clear. <laughs> let's establish that first of all. I have lots of things to say about this. I love Al Michaels, all right? Yes. Uh, legend. Okay? So I'm no not going to slander him, but I, I, he's never said anything more offensive to me. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, this, 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 this whole concept is, it's, it sickens me. It, and it's such a man thing. All right, this is this is like what, like what do you what? what what is it like? Women are from Mars, men are from Venus, or maybe I'm getting that backwards. I don't know, but y'all are from a different planet. Okay, this is ridiculous. There is not a woman ever who's like sees Carson Wentz and's like, oh yeah, that's Prince Harry. No, well, I know. I know who all the princes are, okay? <laughs> I know who the prince is. If the prince walks past me, I'm like, oh, snap. Are you joking? The prince? What does that even mean? Like, what is it? It's not. He's a prince. That's their whole goal in life. Like, Joy, from this the time you're like, yay big. If this you're is a girl, is to marry a prince. I'm not confusing Carson Wentz from North Dakota for the prince, okay? They look alike. Especially the good prince. Especially the prince that can just have fun and kick it. Doesn't have to actually have a chance of ruling anything and, like, having to be in charge. Joy, that's the lame duck prince. That's the bad prince. And all this time, Prince Harry was down. I've been messing up, y'all. I shouldn't even be here right now. Like, what? Carson Wentz is down, too. I don't have time for Carson Wentz, okay? <laughs> like, what? Prince Harry is down? That's, that, like, it's great. I love Megan, too. Like, if you do you watch Suits? You watch no, his, his I great show. Suits. Like I fell I in love with suits. her on that show. I love yeah. that show. Um, but I'm happy for them. It's a wonderful story. We're gonna have a brown princess. Yay! 
We everywhere. But okay? she can't be queen. But, but you don't, it does not, I don't have to be queen. You can be she a princess. She can just die a princess. Yes. 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 She's what about gonna, the come up? She's going to die a princess. No come the up. The queen has a lot of responsibilities. You know? She can yeah. just kick it and be like, beyond, she's not even rich. Like, she's not even wealthy. She's a princess. Trust me. It's offensive. No, no woman has ever been like, oh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, totally. Prince Harry. Nope. No, that's y'all. That is ridiculous. <laughs> they don't look anything alike, nothing alike. And it, it, it is, it is, it is saw, ridiculous. And it's no, it's no diss on Carson Wentz. Like, Carson Wentz is a good-looking kid, but he's not Prince Harry, okay? Because Prince Harry's a prince. Carson Wentz is not good-looking. What do you mean? He's fine. He's I'm a good-looking kid. He's, what do you mean? He's, I mean, he's, 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 he's a good-looking kid, whatever, okay? But he's not. Prince, you think Prince Harry's good-looking? Prince Harry, Prince Harry you're, you're the most beautiful man I've ever seen in my life. Take Prince out the okay? name. No is he disrespect, Megan. Is he good-looking? Take Prince out the name. But, he, but you can't because he's a prince. That's not how it works. He's a prince and he does not look the, – the Carson Wentz, uh, quarterback of Philadelphia Eagles, Prince Harry. I mean, come on. I, I'm not going to win this argument. Shouts out to Williams. No, you're not going to win it. And it, it is it – is a, it's a, a man put that graphic together. I can guarantee you that for sure. Faux show. Okay. Let's, let's, let's move on to another man. All right. Um, 41-year-old Tiger Woods is making his comeback. Is he? Tiger Woods hosted the Hero World Challenge Tournament in the Bahamas last weekend Mm -hmm. and finished tied ninth among the world's best golfers, even beating number one ranked Dustin Johnson. Tiger's healthy. He's smiling. He's out of rehab. He's not fornicating. Mm -hmm. Joy, are you in or out on Tiger's comeback? Well, if he's not fornicating, then there is no comeback, first of all. (laughs) So let's be clear. Let's just start with that. So I'm assuming he's fornicating based on the information that you just gave me, first of all. Second, it's not the Hero World Challenge. It's the Tiger Woods Invitational. All right. I mean, semantics. Um, Sure. I'm out on Tiger's comeback. Tiger is is not in the culture right now. Like, Harry – Harry's Harry's a member. Yes, Tiger. Bye bye. All right. Why, why? He didn't come back. I thought he at one time he didn't know if he was black or white. There was the racial. He draft. He was Caucasian. Yeah, there was the racial draft that uh, on the Chappelle show. David Chappelle hosted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I, he's not he's not all the way back. Maybe you haven't seen this, mm-hmm. but he golfed with Donald Trump. When he golfed with Donald Trump, like oh, I don't know, a week ago or something. It was not. No. Yes. He didn't golf with Trump. He's in a sunken place. Oh my God, the sunken place. He is. We gotta stop he's throwing like that around. Only Kim, only Peel's allowed to throw that around. He did. He tweeted it. And I retweeted it because he's right. He's right. It's it's one, honestly, it's uh, in, in the hierarchy of the best tweets of all time. It, it's in the top okay, 10. Okay, what, what, what makes him in the second place because he's playing with Trump? Playing a little nine hose, quick nine hose. You don't know what they talked about. Maybe they talked about black people. I'm, I'm, well, he's Cablasian, so... <laughs> No, I'm assuming no. And uh, I don't have t- enough time on this podcast to explain to you why that's a thing. But no, I'm out on Tiger right now. Also, everyone needs to calm down. The Tiger fanboys always do this. He's back. He's not back. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, VJ Singh, Unless, I, may, need, I maybe, need something. Maybe, yeah, yes, I agree. I agree with where you're going with that. I, okay. need, <laughs> I need some melanin to hold on to in the golf in ring, the golf in the world. I, I need it. Right. Um, unless... Unless I'm wrong, and that that conversation between him and Trump was him exchanging his actual soul, mm. and then he, you know, he may, he may be onto something. So, but I'm gonna guess no. All right, <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's move on. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will be running scout team in practice this week for the Packers. Hey, he's going to do his best uh, impersonation of Deshaun Kaiser as they're playing <laughs> the Browns. Um, he's been out with a broken collarbone since week six. If all goes well, from Mister Discount, double check. He could finish the season facing off against the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Detroit Lions. 
Joy, are you in or out on un RIPing the Packers? No. I am uh, I'm out on un RIPing the Packers. There's they're six and six. They have to win out to make the playoffs. Yes. Seattle and Carolina uh are two games up on them in the NFC wildcard. And I just don't see how it happens. Plus he can't come back until week fifteen at Carolina. So well, no. they. I mean, they're going to beat the Browns. They've done this before. They're going to beat the Browns. They've no, I, won out and gone to the playoffs. It's before. not their it's, year. Yeah, yeah, they did. It's what they do? They did when when Aaron Rodgers was playing the whole time, not Brett Hundley. He's coming back. He's, he's nice. He's practice. fine. He's fine. The defense is going to be better because he's going to be. Oh, okay. Because they're going. He's going to be lighting them up. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with my my choice to RIP the Packers this year. It's fine. Here we go. We'll get him next year. But if he comes back, though, are we? What, what are we gonna do? He's gonna he's gonna play nice. He's gonna be Bay. He, of course, he's always Bay. He's Bay he's forever. Bae? He's always Bay forever. But it's just it's not it's not their year. It's okay though. There's next year. There's next year, Brandon. There, I don't. There's moving, next year. Moving on. Yes. Move okay. on. What's next? <laughs> okay. Uh, after missing 44 games for abusing the NFL's substance abuse policy, Browns wide receiver Josh Gordon recorded four catches for 85 yards in the first game back against the Chargers. Gordon's obviously had a ton of off-the-field issues in his past, but he says he feels blessed to have the opportunity to get back to work. Joy, are you in or out on Josh Gordon's comeback? Uh, unlike Tiger Woods' comeback, mm-hmm. I'm very in on Josh Gordon's comeback. I, I, I'm rooting for Josh Gordon. I think he had some real actual demons he was dealing with. I, you, I, I didn't grow up. Like, when I grew up, my parents didn't drink or smoke. So mm-hmm. I didn't have any intimate um, interaction with anybody that had uh, – addiction and when i finally did i dated someone who had an addiction and just realized it's a disease and it really like people look at it and they're like how could josh gordon he's so talented Mm -hmm. you know how could he like throw his career away like but it's not a disease why would someone choose to do that yeah like if you just look at it like that like why would someone choose to put their life in danger Mm -hmm. put their career in danger put their family uh at at risk their significant other if they have kids like people do this all the time yeah you think they choose to live that way like it's not that simple i mean based on the article we had with uh sports illustrated he had these demons for a long time right of course because it's a it's it's a disease so I'm, i'm rooting for him i hope he has them uh at bay um you know our chris carter Mm -hmm. This one's very own Chris Carter. He talks about it all the time, and he says it's like a daily thing. Like, you wake up every day and you have to do it, and uh, that seems like torture, for real. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm rooting for him. It's obviously impressive what he's done being out for what, like, how long has it been? Three years? Yeah, it was 2014 was the last game. Yeah, so I'm I'm in on it. Um, It's unfortunate he plays for the Browns because that's, you know. Yeah, I was was glad to hear you say some good stuff about the Browns. I'm very supportive of Browns fans, Mm -hmm. but that's it. I mean, the Browns are a dumpster fire. Right? Uh, Did I miss something this week? Uh, I don't. I, I just heard Josh Gordon had four catches for eighty. Well, yeah, Josh yards. Gordon did good. So yeah. he, so I'm happy for him. But he still he plays for the Browns. And the Browns are still bad. Yeah, no, I feel sorry for him. All right, we're good. Yep. All right, moving on. The Heisman Trophy ceremony is Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay, the finalists have finally been announced. Uh, the honorees this year: are Louisville quarterback and former Heisman Trophy winner Lamar Jackson. Stanford running back Bryce Love, and the greatest thing that ever happened to college football since Tim Tebow, right. uh, Oklahoma's quarterback Baker Mayfield. Are we putting um, Are we putting Johnny Football in there? Are we allowed to do that? Um, or was he? Ba- I'm uh, Baker. Baker's more important that. to me than 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 Johnny. Than Menzel? Yeah. Yeah, he is for me yeah. also. But I think we can. I think we can throw him in there. Okay, whatever. Okay. He, he's in there. Ashley um, hates Baker. Every time we talk about, it, I can like feel the heat of our. I know. I just can't Ashley. wait like, for she, her hot take. Yeah, she, she takes she, hot she, take tweets she, right she after. You. Yeah, she's like ah, Baker. Oh. All right. Um, okay. So uh, that was the question. Uh, 
Yeah, people are saying Baker doesn't deserve the Heisman because of his antics. People are stupid still. Correct. Uh, Joy, are you in or out on Baker getting snubbed this Saturday? Uh, they should cancel college football if Baker doesn't win the Heisman. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. It's canceled. Cancel college football if Baker doesn't canceled. win the Heisman. Like Joe and the Scammer, it's canceled. <laughs> it's canceled. What do you mean? First of all, controversy off the field uh, yeah. has nothing to do with winning, winning or not winning the Heisman. We already know that. There's well, evidence of that. Right, but so, his antics on the field, like there, there's a video that he just he intentionally threw a football at a TCU player oh coming out for once. That he was, had a helmet on. It was. It's so you're so. Can everyone please stop with this? Listen, it's no, so dramatic. Listen, I'm on. He I hit think me it's, in the head with a football. Listen, my argument he, is you're wearing a helmet. Oh my goodness, you're wearing yes, a helmet. I understand, if Joy, I'm trying to say to you, I am on his side because. This is the last time you can actually play football and kind of have fun and, like, kind of be, like, all out there. Not everybody's going to go to the league and be Gronk. He's out there just messing around. And I love it. I mean. I, I even defended him with the with the grab of the middle region area. Yes. I, uh, you know what? I was fine with that also, actually. He deserves the Heisman. Um, he is passionate about the game. He <laughs> loves it. Shouts out to him on the sideline antics. He's just trying to be like Tom Brady, chasing the goat. Oh, well, that, that's a very good transition. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, uh, he's going to win the Heisman. I'm in on it. I, 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 I'm in on Baker. I don't think he's going to do very well at the NFL level. But um, he's fun for college football. And, uh, look, the kid who got hit in the head, uh, it's an honor. Just, you know. <laughs> You're the guy that got hit in the head with the football by Baker Mayfield. Who was it? Look at Ashley. <laughs> She's so mad. Who was it? Who got hit? Nico Small. Shout out Nico Small. Nico Small. What if you had a small head, too? That's how good Baker is. His efficiency. Just, whoa, ting. Thread that needle. Mm. I can't wait to watch sorry. Baker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nico. It's, it's kind of mean. Mm. But it's true. It's kind of an honor. You're just I running and getting hit by a head by quarterback. Right. Like, that happens in football practice all the time. Right. You're wearing a helmet. He's anyway. saying hi. That's just him saying hi. That's how he shakes hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Baker Mayfield shakes hands. <laughs> Throwing football oh, people's heads. I love it. I wish he'd shake Baker. my hand. Yeah, I can't wait till he wins the Heisman. All right, time for the Petty Report. And I won't back down. This week, everyone is beefing over Tom Brady and his sideline annex getting mad at Josh Daniels, Josh McDaniels, mm-hmm. and... Uh, now Odell has been dragged into it. So we've discussed it several times on uh, Undisputed because there seems to be a little bit of a double standard. That's the, that's the, the synchronized Twitter opinion right. that Tom Brady doesn't get critiqued about his sideline flip outs the way that Odell does. And, or, you know, T.O. or anyone else that loses their mind. And then, of course, Cam Newton always gets dragged into it because you're like, oh, if Cam Newton flipped out on the coach the way right. that Tom Brady did. Um, you know, we would all be saying he's like losing it and whatever. All right. So someone tweeted to Odell and (laughs) he decided to respond. Um, he said, listen, when I say this is literally the craziest thing someone has ever tweeted or posted, posted to me. I don't think it's like like, literal, but I say literally all the time. I don't mean it. So I'm not gonna be too judgmental, but I literally had the same conversation today about this exact thing you're talking about. There's rules and then there's rules. And he goes on about saying, basically someone was like, there's a double standard between Odell Mm -hmm. flipping out on the sideline and Tom Brady. So he says, I learned from him. This is the goat. So I'm following his lead. I may not know how to express it the same way, but don't get it confused. How 12 feels about the game. I would have a hard time saying that's not exactly how I feel. Hashtag goat chasing. I like that hashtag, though. Go, Go chasing. chasing. Go chasing is a good hashtag. Yeah. Um, here's my line. Of course, there's a double standard. It's Tom Brady. He's the greatest football player of all time. 
All right. So, right. yes. Now, there's a little bit of a like a racial undertone, a.k.a. a very racial undertone right. to this whole thing. Um, you know, when T.O. flips out, you know, he's out of control. He's being demonstrative. He's being disrespectful. When Tom Brady flips out, it's, you know, he's the goat. So, you know, you should just listen and eat whatever he has to say. Overall, this is my opinion about it. I don't care about sideline freakouts. And I've never understood this. Who cares unless you're bobby knight throwing a, a, a chair into the middle of the court that, that the all right one. i don't understand what the big deal is mm -hmm. if that's that's how in the height of competition you speak to each other right? right that's why everybody ain't mic'd up we can't have this all out there all right we can't have it all recorded Amen. i don't understand what the big deal is it, it's not even it's not even on that level if you listen to the way that me and my younger brother speak to each other you would swear we hate each other oh yeah for sure Did we don't say anything nice to each other I'm like, hey, what's up, Shrek? He's like, what's up, Hobbit? That's how we greet each other. Yeah, we, I mean, you tr I try to say one nice thing to my brother in the conversation of 30 minutes. And, like, that's at the end of it. Right, it's at the end of it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I love you. Love I'll you see you later. I'm like, love you too. Bye. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but we do love each other, but that's right. just how yeah. we speak to each other. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to assume that you go on the sideline in the heat of a game and you're like, oh, hello, Coach McDaniels. Um, <laughs> was there anything I did wrong on that play? No. And Odell freaking out on the sideline is obviously a big deal because Odell is a big character and he's a superstar and everyone's going to watch him. And it was the same thing with T.O. But this whole idea that it's like disrespectful to respond in a loud manner to your coach when you're upset. Like what Tom Brady did is not disrespectful to me. No. no what, Od what Odell was doing wasn't disrespectful to me. It's, a, it's in the heat of passion of the game. Why, I don't understand it. Why everybody gets like everyone sees it they're like, oh, my God, he's freaking out on his sideline. I think. We have to break it down psychologically for the next three weeks. <laughs> Who cares? Of course they're going to do that. I want them to do that. I want you to care. I don't want you to care to the point where you get distracted and then yeah. you can no longer do your job. Mm -hmm. But if you can be emotional and then reel it back and get focused, I'm fine with that. That just means that you care. To me, I just think I don't, I've never understood what the big deal about it is. Well, I think the, the term diva that gets thrown in around to wide receivers, Antonio Brown, did the thing with the yeah, empty, with the empty Gatorade, empty Gatorade it had to be empty. That's the only way he could move it that fast. Um, and then, man on earth. Right, exactly. Uh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. obviously gets called a diva. Like Odell Beckham Jr. hasn't won a playoff game, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that to discount him. I'm saying the goat chasing thing. I don't believe. I think it's easy to say that compare how much you care about the game to Tom Brady because of how how successful Tom Brady has been and that he is the actual GOAT. But there's no way in the world, actually no for a fact, Odell Beckham Jr. is not sacrificing the way Tom Brady sacrifices to be as great as he is. No, but – and look, that's what I'm saying. Like Tom Brady is going to be critiqued on a different level than Odell because he has achieved so much. That's life. Like, life is not fair. If you still are operating under the oh, impression yeah, that course. life is fair, I've got some very harsh news for you. Santa Claus isn't real – and life is not fair. So get over it. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Life I, is not fair. Like, yeah, I'm with you're you. not, it's it just what it is. Okay. So, so be stronger than that. I'm not saying, and I'm not talking on like a bigger level of like fighting for equality or something. So just miss me right, with that. Right, I'm not right, even, right, I'm not right, even talking right. about that. Okay. Just please. I don't know. It's, it's not, this is not what I'm talking about right now. Okay. Yeah. Like, in general, that's just not how it works. Right. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady has five Super Bowls and he's going to win another one. And he's the greatest football player of all time. He's going to <laughs> yeah. be talked about and critiqued differently than Odell. But, Overall, can we just stop with the with the freaking out about the sideline uh, emotional outbursts? I don't care. I'm mad at Odell for he you, 
he didn't get dragged into it. He he inserted himself. People were tweeting at him. Well, he got dragged into it because it, it was a it was a big point of conversation last year. His emotional outburst. This would have been deaded if he didn't say anything though. Mm, he he mm, tweeted. Mm. He said it's exactly the same way. Like he he's throwing fuel on the fire from his couch during rehab. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> But like I just and I and I really hope that he's turned over a new leaf. And but then I saw Drake bedside with him, and I was like, okay, yeah. well, this is all. Yeah, so he's it's, got like the Louis on his walking boot too. He got the su- Supreme Louis Vuitton walking boot. That's and he's that's fresh though. Putting up these, like it's fresh though. I really want him to be great. I, really I, want I, I want Odell to be great too. I'm a, I'm a big Odell fan, but I, overall, like Queen Petty says, stop flipping out about the sideline emotional outburst. It's not a big deal. Hey Amen. Get behind that. what happens. If you listen to this podcast, then you probably know I'm part of FS1's Undisputed with Skip and Shannon every weekday morning at 9.30 Eastern. And I also host the daily Undisputed podcast that gives you the five best segments of the day, cut down to a short, smart show with the best of me, Skip and Shannon. So go subscribe to the Undisputed daily podcast on all major platforms. Do it. All right, loser power rankings. Loser power, power rankings. Loser power, power rankings. These are the losers. The losers of the week. No, my canes. My canes did not did not do well in the mm. ACC championship game. Did they, I don't know if they tried to do well. They lost really badly. It was thirty-eight to three. If you didn't, <laughs> if, you, really if you missed it, um, and then that's Clem- ugly football. It was that is ugly football. Yes, correct, correct, <laughs> correct. That Mondo. was ugly football. Um, so they're gonna play Wisconsin in the Orange Bowl, which is a, a home game for them. Which is exciting. Oh my gosh! Yes, they're gonna play. They're going so they get to play the team that was playing well that night. Wisconsin, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, they did. They did really bad. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm excited for them uh, because Mark Rick won Coach of the Year, which is well deserved. Yes, and Golf clap for Mark Rick. Uh, yeah, and, and they'll be back. They'll they'll do well next year. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm feeling. Who said that about, about the it. Giants? How dare you? I'm just saying. How dare you? I just love that uh, Clemson trolled the Miami Hurricanes by wearing their gold chains in post-game interviews. They claim they've been icy during all their interviews. False. False. And then obviously cutting the... Turnover chain? Turnover chain. Yeah, and to be clear, like I don't have any problem with that. It's fine. If if you're going to be... Uh, out there mm-hmm. and over the top and in your face when you're winning. You got to be able to eat it when you lose, especially right. if you lose in that fashion. Now, if mm-hmm. it was like a close game and whatever, I might have had more problem with it. But you lost, you lost bad. So you, you got to be able to, if you're gonna dish it, got to be able to take it. So yeah. I'm cool with that. Clemson earned it, um, and we'll see what they do in the college football playoffs. Moving along, Kendall Jenner. Ooh. I mean, did you see this? I did. I researched it. All right, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time yeah. on this, but. Yeah. Kendall Jenner did a video um, impersonating Rocky. Now, do you know the, the this Rocky was, the Rocky workout montage? This was a, a, a advent calendar video series on YouTube for Love Magazine, which I did not know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, I got put on too because Ashley Graham was like day two. Love Ashley Graham. She's amazing. She's doing a slip pool. Kendall came out of pocket with this Rocky stuff for day three. Okay, so we give the Kardashians a lot. All right. Mm-hmm. We give them a lot. They give us a lot. They do. They sure do. <laughs> okay. They sure do. But there are things that the Kardashians are not allowed to touch. Okay. Like Michael Jordan. Mm. Okay. You can't have him. <laughs> All right. And you can also not have Rocky. All right. We even gave the Kardashians Selena. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Cher. Kim went as all three of those this year. They took, they took Kanye. 
They took Kanye. Yeah. You cannot have Rocky. All right. I forbid it. It is not allowed. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> I never want to see this again. It's a disaster. And by the way, those are not raw eggs. Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. That's watered down orange juice. You did not drink any raw eggs. I do so not believe it. And the curse is real because Blake Griffin is injured. Oh, yeah. Kendall messing with Blake. Mm. Mm. Blake messing with Kendall or Kendall messing with Blake? I think Blake is messing with Kendall. Mm. Messing that, with his career. Which way, is, which way is the dominant one? I can't think. Let me see. Ken- Kendall's messing with Blake. Blake choosing Kendall. No, no, no. It's Kendall's. Cho- you can't, listen, the Kardashians choose you, first of yeah, all. Okay, Kendall always be, choosing. Be clear about Kendall stay choosing. Kendall, yeah. She's the highest paid model in the world. Is that right? I think that's correct, right? Pretty sure that's correct. Is that a, a joy? Sounds good like data? a gut data fact. I did just eat. <laughs> She's the highest. Uh, uh. Yeah, I think she passed Giselle. Yeah, so they choose you, but you are not allowed to have Rocky. Moving along. <laughs> so um, the Vikings won again. They are ten and two. Case Keenum, yes, is uh, crushing it, he and is. he is number two in QBR behind Deshaun Watson. Mm. I miss you, Deshaun. Could you say that again? That's that. Watson. He is number two in QBR behind Deshaun Watson. Mm. And the, the standings in the division as of right now are the Vikings 10 and 2, Lions 6 and 6. I mean, who could the Lions? The Packers are 6 and 6, as we discussed earlier, because it's RIP for them. And mm. then uh, the Bears. Mitchell's kind of making me a liar right now, but it's oh, okay. Oh, Mitchell, how dare him? I'm blaming John Fox. This might be a, this might yeah. be a Jared Goff, uh, Jeff Fisher situation. I'm I, really hoping for it. You know what? I agree. I yeah. agree with that. Um, but overall, I just want to remind the Vikings uh, fans. While they're very excited um, that uh, you're like, wow, the Vikings, how could they be on the loser power rankings this this week? It's this is this is fool's gold. Stop. This is fool's gold. No, it's not. No. You know what? Everyone keeps keeps like sneak trying to sneak the Vikings in for like the contenders. It's It's no sneaking. They're real joy. Mm -hmm. Led by my boy, Kyle Rudolph. I'm going. I'm voting. He's a future Hall of Famer in the NFL. I'm going out there on limb. My boy from Cincinnati, mm-hmm. Elder High School, Kyle Rudolph, two beautiful twins just born. Shouts out to Jordan, his wife. Okay. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're staying home for the Super Bowl, Joy. Super Bowl's in Minnesota this year. If you don't know what Brandon's talking about, um, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm just not. I'm not. I I've spoken it, and so it is. Like they're not. They're not going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> This is fun. I'm happy for Vikings fans, but I'm I'm putting you on the loser power rankings this this week because I, I'm I'm forewarning you of the pain that is that is swiftly coming your direction. It's not going to happen. No, they're, they're not going to the Super Bowl. I'm the sorry. Vikings are back. I, they sure, yeah, 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 they're back. They're back. They can't. I can't argue with that. They're back. They're playing great. Case Keenum. Who knew? But absolutely not. They're not going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Sorry. You can stand by that though. You have a couple picks that you're standing by that I'm going to remind you of at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good data fact time, I think. Okay, yeah. It's time for your gut data fact. <laughs> what do you got this week? <laughs> gut data facts. Ooh. We got a little drop for that? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's we'll going on? Work on that. Um, okay, so obviously everybody's in college football, playoff season, mm-hmm. national championship talk. Correct. I have said for a long time that it is college football players who win the national championship game, right? Correct. So I, I think that's a, that is actually that is a fact. That is not even that a good data fact that what college I mean, football players win the college football championship what game. I, correct. What I mean by that is okay. Colin Cowherd said something that triggered me about the Ohio State Wisconsin game. Triggered like upset you or triggered triggered like, upset me. 
Oh, Triggered okay. upset me. So you're triggered. He said, actually, I wore this hoodie to a party at Con It's not Cowherd's. a hoodie. There's no hood on it. It's a sweatshirt. That's what... It's got to have a hood to be called. Correct, it can't yeah. just be cotton. No. Okay. Anyways, um, so he said that Ohio State has 24, 25 future NFL players. Wisconsin has four. He's going with Ohio State. So everyone talks about And Alabama always is putting players in the NFL. It's the NFL factory. I say the players that are working really hard and their best moments will be in college football on a college football field those are the people that win national championships so i'm going to say so what's the gut data fact gut data fact in the past 10 years uh-huh. the national champion runner up has more nfl draft picks than the winner okay so this was very difficult to research <laughs> <laughs> to say the least um but mm. eight of the last 10 years the runner-ups have had more Draft picks than the winner of the national. Say it one more again, Joy. So it's this is not all of the all of them, but not all of the majority. So you were mostly right. College football. Shouts out to the college football players that never make it to the NFL. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to them. So shout out to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to all the Brandon Newmans out there. (laughs) One day you too can sit across from Joy Taylor. Are you like an R&B DJ now? Um, all right. So that was a lot. Uh, thanks to Earl Watson for joining us. And um, thank you for joining us. Make mm-hmm. sure you subscribe and download and share with your friends. And uh, we'll catch you next week on the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Bye. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm wavy. Maybe I'm wavy. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not.